Nicole, in Tunbridge Wells, today yes. Yes. is 11 plus day, is that right? Or to, is it tomorrow? Today is Tuesday, but this will be out tomorrow, won't it? For mm. Wednesday. And yeah, today is 11 plus day. And what does that mean? Well, the 11 plus is an exam that's, um, I'd love to say I know lots and lots about the 11 plus because I took the 11 plus when I was a youngster. Um, But it's an exam that basically some children decide at the end of their primary school years whether or not they take. They take it in the September straight after the summer holidays and then um, they have to get certain grades and a certain section of subjects um, to either be then able to apply to grammar schools um, or your, you know, state schools. So it's kind of, you've got private, grammar, state. I would say that would be the easiest, most simplistic way of describing the the school population. But Kent, Tunbridge Wells in particular, and Tunbridge has a lot of grammars. We've got six, three in Tunbridge Wells, three in Tunbridge. I think that's right. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. We've got one boy's grammar, two girls' grammars in... Uh, two two girls' grammars in Tunbridge and one boys, um, which is Judd, Tunbridge School for Girls and the Weald of Kent. And then in Tunbridge Wells, we've got um, Twigs, which is Tunbridge Wells Girls' Grammar, Skinners and Tunbridge Wells Boys' Grammar. So there will be people... That is a lot. That is quite a lot, isn't it? <laughs> so I live in Seaford. Uh, well, in East Sussex, I, I'm not aware of there being many grammar schools at all in East Sussex. There certainly isn't any in our town. Mm. Uh, we've only got one secondary school. Um, it's a very good secondary school. It's got outstanding Ofsted, mm. and um, I think it's one of the best in in East Sussex, actually. Yeah. Um, so we're very lucky that we have a good secondary school that you know most of the people, kids in the area, go to. Um, so we don't have to think about the eleven plus. Uh, so that's interesting. It feels like um, it's quite a lot of pressure on the kids. It's a lot of pressure on the kids. It's well, and 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 I guess their parents as well too. I mean, I don't look stressed, do I, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> I don't look remotely nervous that I might find out in the next hour my daughter's next chapter of her life. Um, I mean, yeah, there is there is a lot of pressure. I think um, it's a choice that they made. So for me personally. Um, my son wanted to take the eleven plus. He took the eleven plus. He was a COVID. Um, you know, he, he he literally went through the pandemic and then went back to school and took the eleven plus, and he was fortunate to get the grades to get the school he wanted. Um, well, he didn't get the school he wanted actually. We had to appeal it, and then by a stroke of fate, he did get the school he wanted, S- and he's very happy there. And it's the right school for him, and it was the one he always wanted. Um, with my daughter, she's only just really in the last few weeks decided that she really wants to go to a grammar. And I think that is um, personally, certainly, I mean, girls and boys, we're all different, but there's a lot of peer pressure that goes on at that, that year group. You know, there's there's a lot of people that are talking about schools. And I think there's that, there can then be that sort of, unfortunately, as with life, these are life lessons that we all learn. You know, some people pass, some people fail, um, you know, driving tests. Some people pass the first time and they're like, yeah, I passed the first time. Other people, my brother... Uh, if you're out there listening, um, you know, to, has to take it a few more times before they pass. But does it mean one person's a better driver than the other? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? We're not. We're mm. already at different times. So I think it's um, it is a lot of pressure on them, and they're still babies, right? They're like ten and eleven. Mm. It's no, it's no age, is it, Giles? 
No, it isn't. And what for you are the main benefits of going to? I mean, what what are, what's the advantages of going to grammar over the, the the common or garden comprehensive? Well, I think you're guided a lot by the schools. So the primary school will tell you as a parent. Um, they'll sort of say to you, look, you, you know, your child is at, in this academic position in their, in their, you know, accomplishments. And if they excel at certain things, there might be certain schools um, that, that highlight maybe sports or science or maths or things like that more than others. That said, we've got amazing state schools. You know, we've got St. Greg's, we've got Hillview, which I know is incredibly creative, um, and, and many, many more. There are many more secondary schools. So we are very, very lucky. There are also many very good private schools for those that can afford those. So we we do have a lot of schools that are available for, for secondary. But um, um, there's there's Bennett, which is um, it, it's a, a school that you know is a, relig- a religious uh, school that you have to, you know, you have to be a church member, someone that attends church in order to apply to that mm-hmm. school. Um, which I, you know, while I have my own beliefs, I don't necessarily go to church every Sunday. So there are also limitations on schools that you can apply to, and actually that's one that you you actually opt out of the eleven plus. You decide not right. to. I also have friends who I have great admiration. Ab- Admir- oh, what's the word I'm trying to say, Giles? Admiration. Admiration, yeah, for who have just decided to not put their children through the 11 plus because mm. they just don't want them to. Um, I would have happily been one of those parents, but my daughter was adamant she wanted to do it. How she will react later will depend on all sorts of things that are out mm. of my control as a parent. And I think as parents, we just want our children to be mentally happy, don't we? So... For me, um, whatever outcome she gets today will be the right one for her. Um, and then it will be just my, my job as her guardian to make sure she's okay, I guess. And then take yeah. it from there. Yeah, and like you say, the, the mental health thing is obviously a big issue. And I think there's a lot of kids, particularly I suppose when we're getting into the to the older years, when you're getting into teenage years, they, those things become more prevalent. Mm. Um yeah, it's an interesting thing because, like I say, because I'm not used to it in our area, we don't experience it as much. Um, you know, there's what, like I say, one main secondary school. So it's yeah, taken away that thought. Much. Oh, and it's that also pressure. T- so in Tunbridge Wells, is there a bit more? Like I've got friends who live in Brighton, where yeah. there's a bit more of a postcode lottery to regards to there the is. kind of Ex- schools you can apply for. There is exactly that, Giles. I was literally just about, you just you got your thinking cap on. You knew oh. what I was thinking, didn't you? With your magic mm. thinking cap. Um, yes, it is a postcode. It, well, it basically is done on, on where you live as well. So where you live, the nearer you are to the school, you're, you're first in. So there's that as well. Um, and that was one of the reasons why my son didn't get his first choice last time, because even though, as everyone knows, I co-parent uh, my children uh, across two homes, um, they decided to take one postcode, not the other. Mm. Um, and it was, even though it was in the Kent boundary, it was, you know, it was further out than the amount of applicants they had. So it is it is a bit like that. And that's that's difficult as well, because there are, you know, I'm sure there's many children that fall outside that, that remit, they do. They do uh, allow a certain amount of children from out of areas. They do sort of allocate a certain yeah. amount of spaces for that. But again, that's that's tough too. If you get, you know, you've worked really hard for something you want, and then you don't get in just because of the location you live in. That's 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 tough too. 
Really tough, really tough. And like I say, I know people in Brighton have similar situations where, mm. the, you know, because of where they live or whatever, they're, you know, desperately trying to get their children into, to into inverted commas, uh, better school. Yeah. Because you know, they, they, they might live near a secondary school, but it's not quite, you know, what they're, what they want for their child. And it's very tricky uh, and quite stressful, I just imagine. But I mean, I take, I take my hat off, my thinking cap hat, which I don't have on, off to you because you're homeschooling. I mean, that's amazing. Well, um, yeah, one of our children is being homeschooled. Uh, so, yeah, our, our oldest child is still at secondary school mm. and is just in his GCSE year. And, you know, he's very happy at school, enjoys the school environment and the routine of school, and he thrives in it. And he's doing very well. Uh, but our younger child, who's got special needs, has, yeah, just struggled uh, through various different things, academically and socially as well um bit of bullying occurred as well in in, in year seven and eight so mm. yeah we sort of made that tricky decision to um it was something that we talked about for quite a long time but decided it was the right thing for him to uh, to pull him out and 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 school him at home we know that um and we're totally fine about the fact that you know because of his learning difficulties He's not going to go. Get, he's not going to get GCSEs. He's not. You know. He's not going to be able to pass those because of his, um, particularly his reading and writing is very for a, a very young age compared to what he, the age he is. So we just want to, uh, you know. And it was obviously starting to impact his mental health. So we we just want to sort of um, give him some confidence in Brilliant. those areas, go back to basics a bit, and give him the opportunity to explore some other things that he might enjoy, um, which he doesn't necessarily get enough time of at school you know he's really into media stuff you know um so i've been you know he's been this morning we made a podcast together did you uh, so, yeah so we were able to That's do some so like, cool. you know i showed show him some editing and stuff so you know i can we can i can teach him and 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 his mum can teach him um as well um she's very practical and is a dt teacher so you know her, her and i can yeah um, do different things with him and and you know, Mondays is when um, Michelle's off work, so she can do stuff like that um, with him. And she's been doing some sewing and, and 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 just general skills. We've been teaching him like cooking and stuff like that, things that he you know that will be useful for him going forward. And um, so far, it's been going really well. And he's in his mental health, which was the main thing, like you were saying about yeah. your daughter, that your your main concern is um, has is been is almost transformed formed and he's, he's really? much more much more settled so much more settled so much in a much better place um with himself so um it's so far it's been it's been really good obviously there's challenges to it uh, and, and we're still finding our feet a little bit mm. uh, michelle and i but we'll get there and um you know we're sort of trying certain things out some things don't work some things do and obviously working around his routine as well but what's quite nice is from the homeschooling point of view it doesn't you don't have to have the school hours mm. you know so it might be that sometimes we do stuff later in the afternoon or the evening with him or you know first thing in the morning um we don't have to stick to those school hours um which is obviously we're all quite sort of indoctrinated into when we've got children at school aren't we just well it's a bit like with work isn't it how we're now all yeah experiencing that you know you can actually work at different times of the day it doesn't have to be nine till five i mean it'd be lovely yeah. if it was nine till five sometimes <laughs> but yeah. it's uh also it's a bit of a gift that you can work in and around your family which is the most important thing and mm. for me i'm um i just want my daughter to be the school that's going to be the best for her for her mental yeah, absolutely. health 
and I so therefore I do I do I do put my trust in the universe a little bit that you know if she doesn't for any reason pass today um then that's because that's not where she's meant to be yeah and I I the last thing I want and I've heard many stories of of you know I went through I I passed my 11 plus um and I went to Tunbridge Girls Grammar School and um, I found it really hard. I found it really, really hard. I was having a lot of trouble at home and it was a very strict school. I was a very rebellious child. Um, I got asked to leave. You know, I got asked to leave in in the end of my fourth year. Politely, I was asked to leave. Um, my son says, Mum, you were expelled. And I was like, no, I was actually asked <laughs> to leave, but that probably would have happened had I said no. Um, and then I went to Uplands Community College, which is in Waterhurst, where the I literally, no school would take me, Giles. No school in the county would take me. I was, I did have a bit of a rep, yeah. And um, But Uplands said they would take me on the condition I repeated my false whatever year that was for, you know, the first year of my GCSEs yeah. again. So a lot of my friends were a year below me. But that school for me was the best thing that ever happened to me because I was in a mixed environment. Um, it was a mixed school. I come from a very strict girls' school, which I did not get on with. Um, mm. I, w- I was, um, my, my boyfriend at the time, who I adored, um, he was even allowed to come to English class. He was dyslexic and he was even allowed to come to English classes with me because I was seeing that I was helping him with his English. And they were just so much more open-minded, open-thinking. Um, we went and saw Uplands recently, actually, and it was weird because it was like everything's smaller, but it's not. Mm. Um, but it was an amazing school for me. And I did, you know, I did pretty good in my GCSEs. I left school because I wanted to get the hell out of her, my house. But I did do well. And I think I flourished at that school personally as a person because I was able to be myself, whereas I wasn't before. And that's all I want for my daughter is that she can be somewhere where she's herself and um, bullying or bullying behaviour. Um, you know, I've talked about it before. I've, I've been in situations where I've had people around me that have maybe ganged up on people. And, you know, I, it, it, I've made my amends. I've made my apologies to anyone that I, that's ever happened to. There's always a backstory behind it. But... Yeah, those are the things that you worry about as a parent for your child, aren't they? They really are. And that's affecting their mental health more than ever now, I think, um, with everything that's going on. So mm. so I guess, yeah, watch this space. By the time this comes out tomorrow, a lot of people will be making some big decisions or having them made mm. for them, won't they? So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, anyone listening that's going through that, good luck to your your child and yeah. you and I hope yeah and like you say I hope you find the right path and even if you you know if you're disappointed with what's happened that it might not necessarily be the worst thing it might not it's it's sometimes these things work out for the best it's like when Absolutely. you go and look at a house and you really want to buy a house and you're like that's the house I want to buy and then you end up not getting it and then the next one's even better you just don't Absolutely. know what's around the corner bit like one of your podcasts, really, Giles, you know? Yeah. I want to hear the one you've done with... I want to hear this podcast. This is, like, brilliant. This is just, like... This could be a whole new thing. I can see this bubbling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's the the what? (laughs) 
It's the start of a new thing. I can sense it. Yeah, he doesn't want... No, so, yeah, Sandy doesn't want anyone to hear it. But, uh, good for him. So that's f- absolutely fine. Yeah. Elle's, that's good. Elle's the same with me. She gets incredibly embarrassed if she sees my face yeah. on anything. She's like, Mum, I don't want people to see my face. Don't don't film yeah. me. So I get that. Um, well, it's been lovely to catch up with you. And you. Yeah, and good luck to Elle tomorrow, or today rather. And, yeah, I hope, yeah, like I say, hope she gets... The result that's right for her. Thank you. And we whether missed... That's, we missed whether that's passing or failing. We, we missed you last week, we, but we were up in Coventry at a show, so we couldn't make it happen. But we will definitely be catching up with you next Wednesday. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for a countdown to Christmas, Giles. Oh, God, no, it's too early for that. <laughs> you, oof, We've got some fun things coming up. You're going to love it. Have we? <laughs> yes, we have. Okay, well, listen, it's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you. And you. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.